0: Special guest joining us, Brian Hedge, who is an experienced supply chain manager at FlowServer Corporation. With over a decade of experience in the industry, Brian has worked with a global team to optimize supply chain operations and improve efficiency. He is passionate about driving innovation and has the track record of delivering results in a highly competitive market. In his current role, Brian manages end to end supply chain processes from sourcing and procurement to logistics and inventory management. He has also led various projects to implement technology solutions and streamline processes resulting in significant cost savings for the company. We are excited to have Brian on our show today to share his insight and experience with us. Welcome, Brian.
1: Welcome to our podcast on Industry 4.0. The fourth industrial revolution that is transforming the way we manufacture, communicate, and operate. In this podcast, we will explore the advancements in technology and how they are revolutionizing the manufacturing industry. From automation, robotics, and machine learning to the Internet of Things and big data, we will delve into the possibilities and challenges of Industry 4.0. Our guests will include industry leaders, experts, and innovators who will share their insights and experiences on this rapidly evolving field. Join us as we explore the future of manufacturing and its impact on the global economy.
0: Thank you, Brian, for giving me the interview today. We're live in Bangkok, uh, Thailand. Today's January 26, 2023. And I'm excited to be here with you. And uh, we are having the pleasure of knowing you since you have a long history working in Thailand and uh, much beyond my lifetime. So I'm very curious to see what you have observed the past 30 years, how Thailand's industry has been evolutionarizing itself.
1: Yeah, so that's a good question. And I'm excited to be here, Cherry. Thanks for inviting me. Um, If you look back over the the last 30 years in Thailand, uh, the Thai Thai people have always been a very industrious people. If something needs to be done, they figure out how to do it, and they get it done. Um, The the royalty has been very supportive of the Thai people, encouraging them to uh, get education, and so if you look at the at the generation that's, that's here now, they're, they're, they're highly educated. Um, and, and they've, they've experienced a lot of things in their young lives in the, in in the younger generation. And so if you look around at the infrastructure of the country, um, there, there's constantly new buildings going up, very nice buildings, very beautiful buildings. Um, there's, there's factories of all kinds here foreign companies come in and, and work here because of the industrious nature of the Thai people. And it's it's a, it's a very good win-win for everybody uh, in this culture.
0: Awesome. That's really good to see. I witnessed what you just said. I was so amazed to just go from airport to the hotel. You see all these modern high-risers. That hard to believe every year they roll out many new buildings, even during pandemic. Um, so yourself, you were a trained engineer, but now you're expert in supply chain. How did happen?
1: Yeah, so it's, that was a combination of being in the the right place at the right time, or maybe the wrong place, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, but uh, um, I, I was always interested in engineering. Started out in engineering in school, um, and as and as most most young people, uh, they. Not sure what they want to be when they grow up. So I bounced around with different things. Um, ended up uh, halfway through changing to a business business degree and uh, went into more of a, a purchasing field. It, it was not my intention to be in purchasing or supply chain uh, out of college. But but again, there was an opportunity, a door opened for me. And uh, I gave it a try and and... More than thirty years later, it's it's served me well in my life, and that's what I've been doing. So it's a it's an exciting, challenging uh, build.
0: You know, if flow well, another word can be more frequently show up in the past two years, due pandemic interruption, it would be supply chain. That's right. So with the Industry 4.0 the revolution, how did you see that would transform the supply chain management?
1: Yeah, so that's interesting. If you if you look at the industrial revolutions over the, the last many years, and we, you know we read them about read about them in history books, and we think they just happened. Um, but if we were really there during the time, they happened uh, gradually. Uh, some things new came in, and if if we if we had we been there in the first industrial revolution, it probably wasn't easy. And there were probably a lot of uh, disruptions and a lot of growing pains. Uh, if you look at the consider this an industrial revolution um, right now uh, with the different changes, uh, it was happening already, and then the pandemic hit, actually caused it to accelerate, or at least caused the problems to be more prominent. And I think that's what we right, were we're that's what we're seeing now is really just a result of something that was already happening but then disrupted by the pandemic that caused more supply chain issues we use the word supply chain kind of freely um and uh most people don't really understand what that means it is "Oh, supply chain that's that's a that's a problem isn't it Uh, but they don't really understand what they're saying and so it's 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 quite interesting uh To listen to people,
0: it is. Yeah, I mean, for different people, supply chain means different things. Yeah, but actually, supply chain exists every layer of our life and it exists in every industry, for people doing janitorial service, you know, or people in the high tech industry like semiconductor. So we all know we had such major shortages with semiconductors chips, and also pandemic hit the globalization all of a sudden. Do you see the Industry 4.0 will help us in the future to somehow prevent such unpredictable disruption?
1: Yeah, so I think yeah, Industry 4.0 is, is you know, like we said, is a transition that was happening. Um, and and had it been able to happen more slowly without the disruption, uh, we would have been able to continue to put the the. infrastructure in place and we we would have still seen some disruptions but they wouldn't have been so dramatic of disruptions and if you look at what's going on now is we've accelerated some of those things a lot of companies uh, especially the semiconductors are are building new factories those are coming online Uh, and and so you know there's always that challenge there you build the capacity and will that will that demand still be there when the capacity's finished? and right now the demand is still there, and so I think it'll 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 level itself out uh in time uh how much time that will take I don't know, but uh you know some people thought it would have been uh taken care of a year ago, but uh, here we are still still in in the in the shortage of supply and a lot of things. A lot of those things are self-imposed shortages yeah. um people think you know they hear all you have to do is put the word in the in the media that there's a shortage uh whether there is or isn't and all of a sudden there there is a shortage because people they hoard products they uh and then they stay, they buy products that they don't need uh and then they they have inventory that they don't need and then somebody that really needs it can't get it
0: her said. I mean, globalization has been a great progress for um two decades now, but with this pandemic, everything has to make a new shift. And one of the things is, uh, nearshoring and onshoring. Have you seen the Street 4.0 helping us to retransform ourselves, not out of globalization, but better uh for the nearshoring?
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, uh, you, you're you're right. The 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 push has always been globalization and 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 buying things from other low cost countries and and so on. Uh, I, there has been a swing back to more onshoring, but I think that, in in my opinion, is more of a panic uh, reaction of. Uh, of the pandemic. They realized that uh, things were so far away, uh, travel was restricted, um, and different things like that. So that's the quick reaction is, well, we better bring it closer to home. I'm not sure that is the right answer uh, long-term because that's a, that's a very uh, short vision uh, uh, response to a situation. Um, it, it's always nice to, to have things close by in a supply chain, uh, but really we are, the world becomes smaller and smaller every day. And with communication and the way it is, transportation, travel, I think long-term we'll be back to the globalization. But I think one, one thing that has come out of this is we've realized that we can't necessarily continue to do things the way we've been doing them for the last 50 years. Uh, we've had to make some adjustments, the, the different programs and ideas for the last 50 years. Uh, we just need to change our way of thinking, come up with something new, and we will.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there has been some geopolitical tensions between say, Russia and Ukraine and China and the U.S. How does all this impact your world?
1: Yeah, so anytime there's a, a geopolitical tension, uh, wars, or other other sanctions from different companies, there's always a disruption. And and even if you're not in that country's market or buying in that country's market, there's still a disruption. If you look at even just the transportation of things, um, and and the disruption with the with the containers, the shipping containers. You know that's the logistics is a living organism, and and it flows through different countries. You know, if you look at the ships, they load the containers and they go to this country and pick up and drop off, and this country and pick up and drop off, and anytime you sever one of those legs of the transportation, uh, you're disrupting the entire program. The entire thing, the, the 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 living organism of logistics, and so, yeah, there is a huge impact when when you have that geopolitical geopolitical uh, tension in the world, and uh, I I hope it uh, is resolved soon.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, um, the younger generation um, could be lost if they grew up in the era that we just got a major pandemic, we had a major war. How do you see the younger generation uh perceive their future choice of career? um do you think supply chain is a good choice for them
1: yeah so that so that's a good question with uh um supply chain is is you know, it, back when I went to school that was never oh, i want to be a supply chain professional relative never op thing that nobody really knew what that was. They actually do teach that in in colleges now, uh, supply chain logistics, uh, different things like that. Um, I think you have to look at your personality and decide if that's something that you want to do uh, as a supply chain professional. Uh, with supply chain, nothing is ever really done. Um, I'm working on things that I started 30 years ago and and not even with the same company now. Um, And so if if you have a mindset of, I've got to start a task and complete it, put it away, supply chain is probably not for you because you're always doing something. Something's always changing. You're you're working on 10 different things at the same time. And so if, if your mind works that way, then supply chain is maybe something for you to look at. It's a very rewarding uh, career option. It's different every day. It's uh it's, a, it's really a, a problem solving career, and if you like solving problems, that's a good good uh, opportunity for you.
0: So ongoing challenge. If young people excited about ongoing challenges, then they should pick supply chain. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Awesome. So what kind any excitement you see that industry 4.0 will shape your industry?
1: Um, you know, it's interesting industry 4.0, um, with the different, uh, uh, AI technology and the different in the automotive industry. And, and, you know, my opinion is maybe a little bit different. It's, uh, we are making ourselves very comfortable with the technology now and this industrial revolution happening right now. And that sometimes raises a concern for me, is um, we have to be careful that we don't kill ourselves comfortably. Mm-hmm. Because we, if we get too comfortable, we tend to lose our ingenuity and our ability to solve problems and to react to situations. And we get too comfortable if we were to ever to have you know you look at the pandemic we just had um and and you can you can decide whether it was really bad medium or really not a big deal but it caused so much chaos and panic and and i'm not saying it was caused by the 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 4.0 but uh you know it certainly caused us to not be as prepared because we were so reliant on the technology and the other comforts we have in our lives.
0: As always, thank you so much, Brian. Every conversation I have with you is packed with wisdom and mm-hmm. insights. Look forward to talking to you again on this top subject, maybe in the next couple of years, see how the shape you know of the world is by this industry point But thank you so much for your time. It's it nice
1: to be here, and it's always a pleasure. To
0: be sure. Thank you.